My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. I'm Skye. And today, we bring to you a sister episode. A few days late, but still here, to what we talked about last week, which was Anarchist from Colony, the film. No, we're not talking about the film again, but we are going to talk about its main actor, Lee Ji-hoon. We like this man. He's very handsome. He's very talented. And uh, he has quite a variety of varied works that he's done. So we're just going to talk about him today. Everybody's like first Lee Jahoon project. Oh. I know oh. mine was uh, Tomorrow With You because it was very, very new to drama land. And hmm. it came on in the same, it was in the Goblin time slot. So it came on mm. like two weeks later in mm. that slot. So we were already watching all the time. So we we're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll watch this thing. And we loved it. So we kept on watching it. I think mine was Fashion King. Mm-hmm. Um, the show, not the movie. Those are two different things. <laughs> but uh, I gathered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very, you know, different things, but, um, but I didn't really, like, he didn't really stand out for me too much in that one, it had UIN in it, and, like, come on, mm. UIN, but, uh, I think it was probably Signal that really, like, mm. made me go, okay, okay, um, yeah, I really, I watched it with my husband, and we both really enjoyed Signal, so. I just started Signal last week for this because it's been on my list forever but it was like you know stuff comes up so I finally started it it was really good I'm only Mm. an episode and a half in but it was sort of like oh this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be about there there will be more to this story clearly so Um, we'll see I think it's very good and I really enjoy it I might put it back on hold for a bit we'll see I I can download so, you know, maybe I'll watch it at the trailer. I'll download episodes and watch <laughs> it at the trailer. Yeah, I watched it for this episode. I really loved it. It was great. Uh, but the first DJ Hoon, I think, is Where Stars Land. I feel like that is. Oh, Where Stars Land. Mine, mine was Where Stars Land, too, I think. It might have been, like, an actual, like, an, a variety show, but, like, not conscious of really who he was. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably actually where I first saw him, like, on Running Man or something. But, like, in terms of actual projects, it's Where Stars Land. And, oh boy, Where Stars Land. We could do a whole episode. Well, oh, wait, we, we have a spoiler a <laughs> about it. Um, if you're curious, our take is about the end of Where Stars Land. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We have we a spoiler episode on that. We had and some we thoughts. Had some very marked thoughts. But as far as the show itself, we enjoyed it when it was airing. I yes. remember that we enjoyed it when it was airing. Yeah. And we en- and we enjoyed him in it. For yeah. sure. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think, so talking about that, since that was my first exposure to him in that role, and that he's so subdued in that role, he doesn't smile as much. All those things. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to then see him in all these other roles. Yeah. And see how different he is. It's not like yeah. he's always yeah. the subdued character. Yeah. He's a little 
vast, vast. No, yeah, definitely. He goes from one extreme to the other. It's really variety in that well, way. Tomorrow with you, the kissing was like right away, like episode two or something. They're making out, and you're like, okay, so he can kiss. I don't know much else about this actor, <laughs> but clearly he's good with the kissing scenes. So if that's important to you you should check that one out also he's already done his military service so you don't have to like be sad about him like possibly leaving if you decide to become like a new fan of him because he already did it he's Mm -hmm. done which means he's just here forever now so he's been like a a while since he was supposed to have done it so like there's not even like yeah it wasn't even like 35 memory yeah, 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 he's my was, age. He's yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like. He looks pretty young though. I will give him that. But I recently, since I was living in my coworker's basement for three months, which is over now, I am home. Yay. Hallelujah. Um, I did get uh her husband to watch his newest movie, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh Time to Hunt. And that was a very, very different role for yeah. that. Like, cause that, ooh, that was a, that was a, mm. mm-hmm. that was a movie. Oh yeah. boy, I don't want to like. It's like really new. <laughs> you I don't like. You keep just making faces. That yeah, I know. So it's like I, I, I don't really know what to like say about it that won't like give it away. But he can yeah. do no, action it's very new. too. Don't. Yeah, it's yeah. very new. He's good so, at action. Let's just say that he can make it work. I will yeah. say, as someone who only watched the first ten minutes, it's not dystopian to the point where it feels like very, very, very sci-fi. It's dystopian mm. to the point that it feels like kind of too realistic right now. Yeah. So I, was, uh-huh. I handle this right now. So maybe some other time. Definitely. I think gritty. I did about 15, 20 minutes, and then I was like, okay, so I see where this is going. I'm gonna just skip to the end and see how it turns out. Okay. Yep. Pretty much as I figured. All right. I'm good. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty. Um, I was like, it's good. It's but like I can see where this is headed and I am not in a place for that right now. So it's, I'm just going to like read the last page of, of the book. And, it's yeah. one of those where you start watching and you're like, Oh no, this is going to be about some bad decision making, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's about. Bad decisions are badly made and don't end well. Oh, I did like that. Um, you know, Sky mentioned the dystopian future concept in it. That they don't really explain that at all. They're just like, this is how it is. And then they go. Kind of like and when it, we watch Psychokinesis, the same thing. It's like, this is how it is, and go. Yeah. And I like that in a story. Like, you don't need to explain yeah. it all to me. Okay, like, this is the world we live in. Go. Like It's, it's like nice because it's nice to see movies where it's like the world busi- building isn't done through exposition. It's just presented like through just small actions and small things that people do. So like, for example, like when they get in the cars, the cars are more futuristic, but everything around them sucks balls, you know? And so like, they don't explain this. They're just like, Oh, okay. Like, sure. We've got like supercomputers, but no one has any money. So it doesn't really matter. And it also should be noted that this is actually his most recent work. So if you're looking for something that's like most recent to what he like, his age and like where he is and what he's doing right now. It's that. And also it's on Netflix, which so, so it's easy to find. Easy to find. 
So, and originally it was going to be, it's pretty obvious that it was going to be a theater blockbuster type yes. film, mm-hmm. but then it was in the midst of the beginning of the COVID stuff. So then things kind of changed and then that's how it ended up on Netflix much sooner than typically. So mm-hmm. there's that. Do we want to like, not really start from the beginning of his career, but what do we want to kind of kind of start from the beginning as far as yeah. older stuff that we've ta- we've watched? Yeah, I mm. think so. Especially because he has been around for a while that like maybe some people should know some of those titles, even if they're not like super accessible or uh, like known well, by everyone. But before we do, as a fun little side note, he was also the voice of Jack Frost in the Korean dubbing of Guardians. <laughs> Oh, oh, Rise of the Guardian. Uh-huh. So, mm, so there's that. That's pretty fun. He does have a very nice voice. Yeah, he does. He He's got a really I good will. speaking voice. Yeah, it's very soothing. He's very fluent in English, too. You see that in a lot of stuff, which is pretty cool. So mm. the earliest thing I've, like, when I was going through watching some of his works for this episode, the earliest thing I saw was 2009. But he he did work way back, like, even in 2007, it looks like. Yeah, he was a film student, too. So he was yeah. in a lot of short films in, like, yeah. school. So he started mm-hmm. off as a, in college which, as that. Yes, including the Just Friends, which is the one that so, I watched. That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, Just Friends. Yeah. He did well in it. He did well yes, in it. Yes, it's, like, not a very good film, but no. <laughs> he does well in it. Short film. Yeah. Yeah, it's a short, you know, you can sort of see it's, like, student film Mm -hmm. trying to tackle social topics, but not very well. But it's okay. It has a bizarre musical number in the credits. It was weird. Like, but but you're taking chances. He played a gay role in it, and he played it very well, and it wasn't overdone. It just, it was what it was. And that was kind of the crux of the whole show. So, but he did a good job in it. That that was the youngest I saw him when I was watching his stuff. I think the next youngest that I saw him in was, he had like a, like tertiary role in the movie Finding Mr. Destiny. I keep on wanting to watch that one. How is it? It also has, it's, it's cute. It's just, you know, it's, it's a cute little rom-com. Like, it's. It's okay. Like, but, like, it has Gong Yu in it, so it's like, was anyone. And, I mean, the lead actress is Im Su Jung. She's great. You know, like, it's a movie. It's not, like, (laughs) super exciting. It's not super bad. It's it's not, you know, the acting is good. So, did he have a tiny role in it? Like, was he really not in it that much? I didn't even remember he was in it at yeah, all. Yeah, that's it's that sort of vibe um, where you're like, oh, he was in it? Okay. So that was back in 2010. And he did yeah. things in between. We're just going through what, like, we've been experiencing. Mm-hmm. I don't know the thing that... Sh- Do we know the thing that made him, like, more noticeable to everybody? Architecture 101. Was it Architecture yeah. 101? Mm-hmm. So Architecture Which I watched. 101... Was a movie. Oh, how was it? I watched bits of it. I liked it a lot. I I don't... MDL has a a lower rating. Like, it's, like, kind of on the lower scale of the, like, 
him as a main role films, which I don't understand, but I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It was a really good. Sushi did a good job in it, too. It's, yeah. It's a nice little two-hour movie. It's cute. It's, like, it's nice. It's a nice film. When I was, when I was watching, um, I think Running Man, no. It was Happy Together, because they were talking more. Happy Together. And they were talking about Architecture 101. And he's like, yeah, I, I didn't really know that it was going to be like people ended up liking it a lot. He thought yeah. that some he thought that some people might end up enjoying it. Maybe people that have experienced that, you know, kind of bittersweet first love thing and whatever. Mm-hmm. He expected that people that could like heavily identify with that. But the fact that it was more popular and I think at the time in their like uh pop culture it became a little bit more mm-hmm. of a thing. And mm-hmm. so he was pretty surprised by that. He wasn't expecting that to be as popular because it was the and they talked all about the director because the director it was his second film and he was an architecture person so that's why it was such a big deal and then somebody else on happy together at the time was in the first film of that director so they talked all about that so it's kind of interesting yeah it's cute it's a it does a time jumps in it because it starts off with his character in his 30s or mid 30s or whatever and yeah. the the main female lead and then it then it goes back in time to their their relationship and their first year of college and that's when EJ Hoon cuz he played and Susie played the younger versions of the two main leads. Yeah, I really liked it. It was also like yeah. really big because of Susie too. Like it that's like when she first started getting really popular and it's like kind of what snowballed her career and like especially in acting wise because everybody started to like really like her character because she does have a pretty likable character in the movie itself because she's kind of like that the girl next door type and it looks like that same year was when fashion king was a thing 2012 so how was Fashion King? You didn't really say Natalia. <laughs> I how watched does it... <laughs> the first episode, and that's as much as I needed. To. And how, do, yeah. how does it differ from the movie? Like you were saying, it's vastly different. It, it, well, it's completely different. I don't think yeah, it's, it's the same the, story at all. It's like the it's just the same name. No. Yeah. Because yeah. I was tweeting about like. For anybody who listens to us who also listens to K-Bay, they did an episode on the movie, and they sold it hard. It sounds like it's hilarious. The, the and so I was tweeting that I wanted to, like, funny. watch it, and people were like, no, don't watch Fashion King. Are you crazy? And I was like, I, I think it might be a different Fashion King. <laughs> yeah. No, the movie it's is different. really funny. The show is not. <laughs> the show is exactly what you would expect for that year of a yeah. k-drama like you watch it and you're like this is what it is you know kind of how like i don't want to say soap opery because i think that like puts a weird like mm. everybody wants to make k-dramas soap opery when they're not but like it has yeah. that kind of more like boys over flower type like you know boys that, over flowers secret garden yeah where it's like yeah. mellow but it's not actually mellow because it's like not it's over the top and mm. mellow is more of over the top, but in a real bubble that yeah. makes right. sense. Um, so it was definitely like a product of its time. So I don't, it probably wouldn't be a show that I would watch even if I had watched it yeah. at the time, but I don't know that a lot of people would have like hated it if they were watching it. Like it, as uh, new. Very, 
Yeah. It wasn't very I, popular. It but, did not do very yeah, well at the most time. Most of the complaints I see are about the way it ended more than the drama itself, that they were dissatisfied, we shall say, with the ending. Um, but having not watched it, I don't know. Maybe the ending was exactly what it was meant to be. I don't know. But I know that that's the most common complaint I see about it yeah. is the ending. So He was also in an ethics lesson. That's a movie. That was in 2013. I did not watch that. And The Fortune Tellers was in 2012. That looked kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Did Natalia, did you mention that you saw that one? Uh, no, I haven't seen that one okay. myself. Okay. I think I think it was Phantom Detective that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so in 2013, oh boy, he also oh. did... My paparazzi, which, which I watched. Oh, I really enjoyed it, like a lot. Yeah. How did you like it? <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, it's based on a true story too. If like going oh. into that, that might be a thing. Um, if you like Mr. Holland's Opus, you're gonna like Miss uh My Paparazzi because it's EJ Hoon's character is like a you know um an orphan gang kid. Gangs. Yeah, who has a love of classical music and opera and he wants to be an opera singer, but through his like connections and how he has to survive, he's kind of gone this one way and it's about him and the music teacher at a school kind of Mm. developing a relationship. And, you know, one of those type stories. Hmm. A mentor mentee kind of tearjerker at the end type Hmm. thing. And it, it was definitely a, the teacher ended up very much willing to, fight for the kid to have a better yeah. future and want to follow his dream. Like yeah, they was, both right. grew in the, the movie. Both the teacher and him kind of both went on a journey together through their, like, relationships together and how they're kind of put together. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed I, it. I really, really liked it. I was surprised. Um, And do you do you think he was really singing? No, he's not singing. Okay. Because I was like, if that's him! He's singing <laughs> Uh, there are videos of him singing and there's also that happy together yeah uh, one with the eight pink girls in it i don't remember what the actual like topic was maybe like up and comers or something um he sings a little bit and i think he's on like an ost on one of his dramas but yeah it's definitely not him because it's like this person is like a super trained opera singer like and that's like the thing it's like he's the best in the entire school in the area but because he's like you know, got this kind of sad backstory that, like, is forcing him not to become his intention, you know, potential. Oh, I didn't read much into the real, th- the real story, though. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I kind of forgot that it was based on a real story. So, because we're going to talk about how he handles languages and stuff, his accent, his dialect that he chose to use in this role, though, was really, really good, because it was that kind of more like Busan, you know, that mm-hmm. the gangster, the way those gangsters speak, and they kind of have a very different dialect. Mm. He sold that dialect so well in that movie. Like, I thought mm. they did a really good job. As mm. far as, for someone who doesn't speak Korean, it sounded good to me. Yeah, no. <laughs> I thought he did really good in the role, too. Like, it, it just worked really well. It wasn't cartoony, despite it could have been, depending on who handled it, probably, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I really like the um, kind of the the tension between the, him and the the guy who plays the actor or the music teacher. I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's not like they were buddy buddy right off. Mm. They they no. quite some time. Han Suk Kyu. Yeah, he's he's very well known too. He's in like everything. Yeah, 
he was the guy who was in he's the main police detective and watcher it's the most recent i've seen him in so i didn't watch this but the drama secret door Mm-hmm. which was in 2014 with Lee Ji-hoon also had him as the main king and Lee Ji-hoon was the crown prince. Aww. So like they also had that mm. historical based on like an actual prince stuff. Yeah. So and I don't think we mentioned this, but it's on Amazon prime. That's where I watched it. Mm. Oh, that paparazzi, paparazzi or mm-hmm. that my oh. paparazzi. Cool. I don't know if there's any region. So, you know, restrictions but it, it definitely was on amazon prime because yeah, they decided I, to search him in amazon prime because i have i have it now technically so i was like oh let's see let's use it finally i might have found that one on the high seas but then later i watched other things on amazon prime so i should have been more diligent in my legal searches <laughs> i like had a feeling that like there might be more movies because i feel like amazon prime has a ton of movies that are mm-hmm. asian that like in comparison to netflix i feel like netflix like tends to grab the thrillers and the horror in the asian market and then kind of not really pick up a lot of the the more variety so mm-hmm. i saw it and i was like oh this is easy click yeah <laughs> Well, I definitely used Amazon for the Phantom Detective. I did too. Yeah. Which I yeah. really enjoyed Phantom Detective. Oh, I loved it. It's it's fun. It's like a weird, fun movie. I didn't it, think it was even that weird. I just loved it. It's weird in that it's like the, the cinematic choices. Like yeah, I was that's expecting. What but, it, but I didn't watch the trailer for it. So what was mm. I expecting? But it's like got that like, you know, 1920s detective mm. mobsters story but like comic book it's i mean like it's that it's purposely done like cinema the cinematography is purposely done as like a comic book Mm. it almost felt like did anyone ever watch the dick tracy movie yeah 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 it's like that but without like you know the fake makeup like with all yeah i mean like the the way that they're dressed and way like the um uh, Gora's character, she has like the fur on, you know, oh, like, yeah. and everybody's mm-hmm. like, you know, hats and the like the glasses that are thick, black rimmed glasses that like the whole entire lens will shine, you know, at certain points so you yeah. can't see the people's eyes. Yeah. The like aesthetic of it was really cool. And I think they did a yeah. lot of great things with the like the, the, um, setting and like some of the like the places they were in. I think they did a really good job on that. And it was also, it's Fine. even a movie that if it wasn't quite so violent, I would say kids could watch it. Mm. But Alas. you should only be 13 if you're watching this. <laughs> Which is like crazy because, you know, he spends all the time in the movie with two kids. <laughs> right. So like you would you would wish that like maybe the age of the older kid, like, oh, maybe that age could watch it. No, they probably should not be watching the movie. <laughs> I tried so hard to look for behind the scenes because I thought it would be, like, super adorable of, like, Lee Jae-hoon with, like, all those, like, kids, like, behind the scenes because they're they're with each other for most of the movie. Like, there's got to be some. I could not find anything. I'm so mad. So I need someone to tell me where these behind the scenes clips (laughs) are because it's probably the most adorable. Doesn't it feel like it's kind of harder to find behind the scenes for movies rather than, like, dramas? Yeah, TV shows. Like, yeah. the dramas, they sort of use it as a, like, marketing Yeah, especially thing. now. Yeah. 
but less less so for uh, for movies. So 2016 was Phantom Detective, and that was also yes. Signal. Yes, <laughs> because if, I think Signal mm. came first, especially yeah, I, so when I he was on Funny Face. Well. So so yeah, it was like after after Secret Door, he went and did his military service, and then came back with Signal. And Phantom Detective, Phantom, Phantom, Phantom. My Canadian Phantom. just jumped. My Phantom. Canadian just jumped out at me there. <laughs> so Phantom Signal, Detective Signal was a big, big deal. Oh, yeah, Signal, like was, in terms yeah. of like really solidifying him as an actor, it Signal was the role. Like yeah. I, Architecture One Hundred One definitely is the one that like made people notice and like got mm-hmm. everybody talking about him. But Signal is definitely the role that like solidified him as like and a person of interest. It. He's so good. He's it's like, mm. I mean, like I binged that because I had first I had done this thing where I like watched the first episode like a while ago and I like put off like five other dramas to like randomly pick it up. And I was like, no, Jesse, you can't do this. And so I like (laughs) shelved it for a while. And then I was like, Paul, perfect timing. We're doing this episode. And I just binged through it all. It's so good. It's probably one of my like top uh, like kind of crime thriller yeah it's so well done and like it's not one where you're like oh i know how this is gonna end like no you don't know where you don't know you You never know (laughs) because everything just keeps changing well and and pop culture wise like i think everyone across the board in korea really really enjoyed signal so even so he he was on signal and then he in order to promote the Phantom Detective, he went on to Running Man with two of the other Phantom Detective, an actor and an actress. And then the Running Man cast was like, hey, can you, like, use the walkie-talkie for us? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even really quite he didn't really try to get into character too much. He just kind of used it a little bit. And they were just all losing their yeah, mind. Yeah, no, like, just, like, him picking up the, like, walkie-talkie. Everybody, like, loses it. I remember when we were always watching Where Stars Land, and he has a walkie-talkie in that, too, because he works at the airport, and everybody was losing their minds, and he was, like, picking up a walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's always going to probably follow him. Like, even 20 years from now, it's like, if he picks up a walkie-talkie, it's a big deal. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that, the show, is that um, it's got a sci-fi element to it because of this Mm. walkie-talkie, because it's his connection to the past. But it's not, it's just done in a way that it's not hyped up. It's just, like, that's just the world we're living in where Mm -hmm. this is happening. And so it's, like, it's kind of weird in terms of, like, he doesn't tell anybody because he knows that people will find him weird. But, like, it's not so super sci-fi also and i'm only like an episode and a half in but i will say he already has a large toolkit of skills yeah observational skills and all that to where it's not like he's just an average joe with this walkie-talkie so like i I didn't know that going in that he also was you know his character was going to have all these abilities too Mm. that were important yeah yeah his character is actually a lieutenant so he outranks almost everybody in his little cold case department except for i believe the um the main female leads character but i don't remember he might actually outrank her but i yeah 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 he's got a background kim Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. she's awesome too yeah she's She's so good in it so So good good. 
And then actually reunited very briefly on one of the greatest films ever made, which was (laughs) Infinite Company, the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Starring everyone. Starring everyone from... Yeah, starring literally everyone on the face of the earth. Um, (laughs) We'll get to that. We're not there yet. I just, you know, but we'll get there. Um, No, Signal's incredible. They they work really well together. It was it was a really great dynamic of the two characters and just them acting together. It just Signal's good. Signal's really good. I I do intend on finishing it. It's just there was only so much time. Yeah. And I, I did decide, I was like, ah, I want to go watch some movies so, so I could have a variety of what Yeah. So then 2017 was Anarchist from Colony. If you haven't yeah. watched it, it's worth watching. We did an episode Very on it last so. time. They also did the movie I Can Speak that year. Well, that's the same year? Yep. Wow. And Fake. He had three movies that, well, Fake was just a guest role, but he did three movies and a drama that year. That's a lot. Yeah, so I here. I can, I can speak is really good. It yeah. is very good. Tonally, it's even kind of hard to explain because it's cute, but it's also like touching sometimes. Mm. I would say the one thing that I would re- recommend to every single person is to not read anything about I can speak and just go watch the movie. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Because there is something that should have been, uh, like, a spoiler, so it's more impactful, that is used in every promotional thing for the movie. And if you haven't mm-hmm. watched any of that yet, then don't, and just go into the movie blindly. Because mm-hmm. the way they did craft the movie, it's, it is like there's a twist, but it, they, the way they do it's very well done. I mean, it's, it's, worth, it's worth keeping that knowledge from yourself. And I'm glad that I did. Like, it, it really yeah. it made a difference with experiencing the movie. Yeah, I know he won Best Actor that year for that movie. And then so did um, the actress uh, who, I don't know anybody's name, but she was the, the nice grandma in Just Between Lovers. Na Moon He? Yeah. yeah. She was really he good. Won, uh... He won the grand prize. No, wait, let me. He won the special award at the Amnesty International Awards. And then he won the popularity award uh, at the Golden Cinema Film Festival. Also, for Anarchist from Colony and I Can Speak, he won Best Actor at the first Resistance Film Festival in Korea, which possibly has the greatest name for a film festival that I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I would even think, like, again, teenagers could watch it, and it would be really impactful, and it's not... It would be appropriate for that, too. Like, yeah, I think it would even be fitting. Uh, it's really, really... And since it's based on true story and all those things. Yeah. Definitely. And even at the end, they, like, show pictures of the real people, mm. I think. I always yeah. Like yeah. Always no, like they did. They do that. Yeah. Like, me too. Like, I, I was wondering if I was remembering Anarchist Colony since they did that in Anarchist yeah, Colony yeah. too. So yeah, that year he was really busy doing like historical things in his movies. Yeah. And then Tomorrow with You, where he traveled to the future in his dramas. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow with You! What a surprise <laughs> that drama was. Um, I took this opportunity to finally watch Tomorrow with You. I did too. <laughs> And it was I really good. It. Yeah, I, I really liked that. 
Yeah. I really. It's like cute, but touching, but sexy, but. I just didn't realize he had such an affinity for like time travel type shows. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, I was like, "Wait a minute!" It's like, why, why fight what works? You know. (laughs) But like, also since I was keeping up with King Eternal Monarch at the same time, I'm like, (laughs) dude, there is a lot of time travel going on in my life right now. I will say it was very hard watching everything because I'd be like, where's that character? I'm like, Jesse, you're watching Signal and that character's an I can speak. So it's not here clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not even like to knock on EJ Home because he is definitely, he is a different character in every single role that he does. Mm. He does not play the same character um, and his acting ability like yeah. showcases that. It was just like a lot of EJ Hoon in a very short time. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't, his face doesn't change because he always stays the same age facially. I think right. that's like the biggest thing. And also, a similar hair usually. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's just clothing. Like, that's the only thing that changes. It's like, why why mess with handsome? I think is what the stylists are saying. Like, <laughs> if it works, it works. It why works. mess with it? Tomorrow with you, his character, I like how cagey his character is without being, again, mm-hmm. never turned into a cartoon. Felt yeah. realistic given the you know what he was doing. <laughs> it was yeah. all really good. Yeah. That was I was very disappointed. My biggest thing with that is that it went from like they went from Goblin with its like thirty plus rating, you know, share, and then they went to Tomorrow with You had like two percent or something. And it was like, okay, Undeserved. you guys seriously Undeserved. messed up something because a, it's a good show, and B, you should be able to hold on to something of, like, like you did a bad job as a network with your advertising if you can't maintain some of that viewership from, yeah. I think because also they skipped a week in between, so, or something, so you kind of, but people were in the habit, they were sitting down on Friday night or whatever to watch, so. You, you would think the same audience that would enjoy Goblin would enjoy tomorrow with you (laughs) i don't know you don't think no because like goblin's a little bit more fantastical and tomorrow with you is more realistic so if like if you took younger audiences who are watching goblin i don't think they would translate to tomorrow with you tomorrow with you is a little bit like an older relationship so then true you know like that sort of there was there was more relationship uh drama to it as far as I feel just found, and all like people didn't even seem to try it like they just shut it down before they they mm-hmm. she her character in that first episode or two is a little like intense yeah, like she's a little over the top and a lot of people just shut it down right there they went eh, this is gonna be garbage mm-hmm. and they walked away and those of us still watching it were like it, but no come back it's good <laughs> over here it was really good i shouldn't have put it off put off so long because as somebody who likes sci-fi elements and stuff yeah Mm. no it's a quality show like it really didn't get the the ratings that it probably deserved but like you can't really judge a show by how many ratings it gets especially since like for example we're not korean so maybe there's something about it that we really like that the average korean audience wasn't connecting to so just like uh, there could have been another show that was happening at that same yeah. time thought that was yeah. bigger 
you know, I don't, I don't know what was going on. I, and I was yeah. barely watching new dramas at that point. I was still, you know, Goblin, I watched live, but that was like it for, mm. you know, in that area. I was mostly watching just stuff that already had the full season out and could, you know, go through it. Mm-hmm. I do you remember that when I was watching it, this was one that I watched with my sister. So like I'd go over on Saturday nights or something and, and watch. And I remember that um, I think it was on drama fever and I'm not sure if mm-hmm. they like were coming out like a day late or something. So like we would watch on Saturday night, but like Saturday's episode wouldn't be out yet. Like it was a Friday, mm. Saturday or something. So we would watch, we saved one from this weekend. And so we were never watching it like the proper, we were, we would watch like last Saturdays and this Fridays and then wait. The, so we didn't have that like bad cliffhanger thing either. So I wonder if that like kind of affected my enjoyment of it, because mm. in some ways it was kind of more like what you get from a binge where you don't have to sit there going, what's going to happen? Yeah. You just watch the next yeah. episode. So like we were doing that because we were holding off on an episode every week. So that might have helped. I, d- I definitely enjoyed it being a binge. And when I say binge, like life would interrupt me a fair bit to where I, I wasn't able to like watch it all at once necessarily. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having it all there, I, I was able to escape like the major cliffhangers much easier and stuff like that. So yeah. Mm. But I recommend it for people who do like sci-fi elements and romantic elements. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And for those of you who love the kissing, oh boy. And if you don't like comedy, kissing. it's a good, just yeah. kind of pretty straight. It's got a little bit of comedy, but it's not a romantic comedy. Yeah. It yeah, has not funny pretty. moments in the way that yeah. life has funny moments and, you know, funny mm. conversations, but it's not like exactly. over the top slapsticky mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. In 2018 was Where Stars Land. We've already talked about. Ah uh, yes, oh Where Stars Land. But as far as the setting, it was all airport such potential, such potential. <laughs> well, we're not gonna talk about that part. It was yeah. a good show. I mean, it was a good show. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the show. Same. It was like fantasy airport show without. It was just shiny airport. There yeah. really yeah. wasn't a ton the of fantasy. airport you've ever experienced. Actually, in an amusing turn of events, they were actually named the uh, ambassadors for the <laughs> the honorary ambassadors of the Incheon I mean, International Airport. Like, of course. <laughs> they were doing it justice. Like, yeah. There was not, like, a bad light on any of the, like, No, they, they made they made the airport employees and the airport itself seem like a, the most confident, best place ever. I'll give them that. It made you want to work there, that's for sure. Like, sure. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty mm. good job, like, for the most part. Um, and, anyway. If, and it doesn't give anything away that, like, his character kind of had, like, super strength just based on some things but it wasn't really supernatural but it kind of was like yeah yeah it was more sci-fi than supernatural um sci-fi superhero in uh, a real setting Mm. now if Mm -hmm. you like want to want to know more about our thoughts on (laughs) the end just on, on how it didn't live up to its potential fully but was still a good watch we that episode we (laughs) <laughs> get into it uh but 
It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. His character was really understated and stuff. I, I enjoyed his character yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. He did a good job with it. But I haven't seen him not handle a role, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Like <laughs> all the things that I watched of him have been fine on his end in terms of acting wise. Mm-hmm. He's been able to carry his role and carry his character in completely different ways and and be mindful of that too. Because his character in Where Stars Land is not his character in, no. you know, I Can Any Speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like he had a guest role in episode 16 of Hot Stove League. Amanda, yeah. did you see him? How, how I was did. He role? was fantastic in it. Um, It was a really, like, a pivotal role. It was an important oh. role to the drama. So, um, and he was great in it. Like, like again, the character was different it was not it was a short I mean it was just that one episode but it was an important role it was I mean basically that movie like it's an office drama about sports so I really enjoyed it but um and it won a whole bunch of awards this year for you know best show of the year whatever for 2019 so um it was good. He was great in it. His character was important, but like his character was a CEO of like a tech company, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it like, he's just a normal guy, but like, he's still a very different character than what you're used to seeing him in everything else. Like he's always a different character, even if every single character is just Joe. A dude. Smith, yeah. like he's a different Joe Smith in every single drama, and he was in this too. And it was nice because he was kind of there was some stuff where they were kind of trying to sell him on things, and and you kind of think like, oh, okay, like the main character, Nam Goodman's character, was really good at that, like selling people on stuff, and so you're like, oh, okay, this is gonna work. But then his character was KG too, and was like. Like, okay, I, I see exactly the steps that you're taking me down this little path. And here's the questions I have for you. Dun, 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 dun. Like, it was a really nice sort of cat and mouse back and forth, but like business kind of thing. So, and you really weren't sure. I was like, I love you, but I want to like, I want to keep loving you. Don't make me hate you right now. Like, it was, yeah. So he was good in it. It was, it was enjoyable. I remember being it being a big deal, people were excited that he was going to be in the final episode. So, and he did not disappoint. So that actually brings us up to date. Other mm-hmm. than things that he, as far as my drama list says, he is going to be in. Yes. Uh, for a drama, it looks like he's in 2020, supposedly December, which means who knows when. Yeah. More than likely. Uh, move to heaven. Drama. A Netflix drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They announced that like the end of last year. Um, so I don't know yeah. when that's supposed to be. But it, yeah, it's definitely gonna be on Netflix. Yeah. And then for films, Tomb Robbery is sometime gonna happen. And like, it's because of COVID, like we don't really know when anything's yeah. gonna happen anymore. So it's like it'll probably happen. When? Who knows? If we want to, we can take a detour. Because didn't you earlier mention something about uh, 
a variety it, show moment that you wanted to talk more about? Oh yeah. Natalia. Natalia. Oh, yeah, that was Infinite, Infinite Company. Company. Yeah. I feel like it was okay. So I watched Infinite Company. Okay, so Infinite Company was there was like this long running gag con- surrounding G Dragon <laughs> um, on the show Infinite Challenge, where they would have G Dragon come on the show and be a, be an intern for Infinite Company, and it was like like a skit right where they would make him work at an office but then so they invited him back for i think like the third one but didn't tell him that it wasn't a skit they were actually making a full-length feature film (laughs) and they did and it had everyone in it and lee jihoon was in it playing a cop uh basically his character from signal um but shadier but much shadier much shadier (laughs) And um, I think that the, I know that this this part doesn't actually concern Lee Ji Hoon, but it was still the funniest thing that I've seen on Infinite Challenge. And Infinite Challenge had lots of funny moments. Was they then have after conning G Dragon into starring in this movie, um, they invite him to the premiere of the film. And don't tell him that he's the only person they invited. <laughs> so they set up a huge fake premiere that only G-Dragon was invited to. <laughs> so it's like, you did this to me again. <laughs> the movie is actually, like, a pretty good, like, office crime film. <laughs> Weirdly enough, like... <laughs> They like they took it very seriously and made like an actual serious film. Well, and it wasn't it also a take on Missing? Yes. Yes. Because we so, talked yeah. about like, it a little in our Missing episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But like with with murder. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. And, <laughs> yeah, and then they they even pulled in like the 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 old Japanese man from uh, the Wailing was in it. Like it's a wild movie. I think it's on on demand Korea. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's I, worth the watch. I spent it, a long time trying to find it. Once upon a time, oh it's boy, on Korea. It's under a lot of different names. Is the problem? Like that's part of yeah. the difficulty. Yeah. And mm. see, Infinite Challenge used to be on Drama Fever. R.I.P. Uh, every time you think you're over the loss. <laughs> every time I turn on Running Man, I'm like, oh, drama people. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why have you done this to me? But uh, no, he was a delightful delight in it, as always, uh, playing a completely different character. Um, no, it's, a, it's actually like a good movie. <laughs> I, I really had fun watching it and happy together. Yeah, he was great and happy together. His newest happy together, rather, because there was one when he was like way young. But he, uh, it was funny because he would talk about like how he's actually really not that funny in real life and stuff. But he was when he was coming out happy, he's like, I'm gonna try to be funny. So he like made all this effort to like make him, and he did a really so good job. And they're like, you actually have potential to like be good at variety and he's like yeah like you could tell he was really proud of himself <laughs> so he is just really adorable like he'll mm. he'll do it to be funny but like he'll cover his face all cute like he, he would have really really cute reactions the entire time because he's, he's, he's done that all his life if i've like seen yeah. like 
2011 interviews and he's the exact same way. He's just adorable. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't really have a lot of hobbies because on Happy Together, he'd be like, well, my one hobby that I'm proud of is collecting films. Like I collect Mm -hmm. DVDs Mm -hmm. and watch them. And they're like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, how many do you have? So, so how many do you think, like, in order to say that's your hobby and say that that's a big part of what you do? Like, what would you guess would be? I would, yeah, I would say at least a hundred. At least a hundred. Yeah. So, and they're also like, how long have you been doing it? He's like, oh, like five years. Like, he's been after this 60 movies. <laughs> he's very selective, okay? <laughs> I mean, He's I still watched working on his collection. That yeah, um, because they were like, like, dude, you can't call that a collection. Like, you can't. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think though, it's interesting because when you see him talking about when he was a kid, like the m- big thing that sticks out in his mind is the the like convenience store across the street where he used to rent VHS and he talks about like was watching the one Esquire mm. interview and he's like talking about this VHS and the VHS tapes and VHS cassettes that my dad my, I would rent them and I would watch them and my dad <laughs> bought me a TV one of those TVs with a VHS player right <laughs> in it and so I had that and I could I just watch movies all the time. And if my dad hadn't bought me that TV, I would not be here today. Because they were like, what would you be doing if you weren't a movie? He's like, this is it. This was always what he wanted to do. He used to rent those movies and watch them and think, I want to be in a movie. Like, that was, he was single-minded about those VHS tapes. And he was adorable in that interview. I was like, I already knew I adored you, but you're so cute. And, like. He was very briefly uh, a biotech student. Yeah. At Korea University, and then was like, nah. nah. <laughs> what we all do that. Everybody in the arts does it where, like, you have oh. that brief moment of, like, maybe I should just major in, a, like, a real yeah. study and then yeah. just get do my case. passion else. And then, and then, then you're, you're like, be like, no. 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 Also, there was um, a little interview that he did, and then they ended up talking about it on Happy Together, how. He hadn't dated somebody for, like, six years or something. Yeah. And so they gave him a really hard time about, you know, like, what type of girl do you like? He's like, I'm not even used to, like, dating. So then they even did a fake date, like, group date thing. It was so funny. And, of course, the the, the female guests are all, like, head over heels for him. Oh, yeah. Like, he's adorable. And you're like, no, this is a great guy. And you're like, how does he not get a girl? Come on. He's busy. He's like, he just, in that interview, the one interview I was watching, and they were like, so apparently you got something that you're really proud of? He's like, yes. Like, I have a CD player that hangs on the wall, and it is in my bathroom, and it's very romantic. I can listen to music while I'm taking a shower, and you're just like, oh, oh baby. <laughs> sweetest. But you just, the way he says it is like, a boy in high school trying to get a girl to come yeah. over, you know, like it just you're like I'm not get any player in my bathroom. You're deluxe. <laughs> he's so cute. Oh and he's God. like you're like, so if you you know, if you if you weren't making movies, what would you want to do in the future? And he's like, like I think I'd like to like have a corner store where I rented VHS and like <laughs> and sold cassette tapes. Like he wants to have a, like a oh. high 
quality store on a corner where you can just hang out and watch movies and sell CDs to people if they feel like it. I don't like I'm like he's just so normal, like average yeah. dude. He was also that fame has not gone to his head, so no. He was also a regular cast member on Traveler. Yeah, hmm. uh, it was him and Rue Junior. It was the beginning of last year. So if you're looking for an actual variety show that's just like him and the other guy for the episodes, that's it. It was in Cuba for two weeks, is what it was all about. So I did not have time to watch it. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I did. I've seen but... clips, but not that. I looked back into. It's always been on my list, but I've never, never had time to get around to it. I like so everything. Like that he does, he does the variety and stuff, but that he does movies and he does dramas. Like it seems like a lot of actors who maybe do a lot of movies don't ever cross over to drama land or vice versa. Like you seem to hang out in one or the other, but he seems to very evenly move back and forth between them and, yeah. And keeps on, like, he keeps coming back to drama land, even though he's making lots of movies. And I like that. Like, he's clearly going based on what interests him, not just, you know, what has the most money or what has the most fame or whatever. He's just yeah. picking stuff that he thinks is interesting and going for it. And I like that. He's definitely had good luck with his projects the past mm. few years. Like, they all seem very successful, so... Yeah, I think he's a bankable actor in these days. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like he was got, he got onto Stove Leak, and he has no connection to the writer nor director of Stove Leak. He was just a fan of the show, and they asked him on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so that like means something. But I think he's like very much like people really do enjoy him, and so like he has the group of people who are only watching films that really enjoy him, and then the people that are watching dramas are finding very enjoyable dramas from him. So he's got a solid fan base, mm-hmm. for sure. And it seems like he's a really nice guy, too. Like, yeah. Because the actor that was on Happy Together with him, like, they seemed like really good friends, though you wouldn't have really necessarily put them together. Because it's the guy from Phantom Detective, like the bad guy in Phantom Detective. Mm-hmm. And he always plays villains and stuff. And he married, so, like, he really doesn't have a lot of free time because of his work, but then he really doesn't have a lot of hobbies. And so he hit it off with Lee Ji-hoon because he doesn't have a lot of hobbies either. Like, <laughs> they pretty much asked themselves, like, asked each other one time, like, oh, what do you do when you're not working? And they both really couldn't answer that question. And so then they became <laughs> friends, and then they go out to drink and stuff together because, like, they're both kind of boring Wait. people. <laughs> I thought that was really Amazing. cute. That's just like, how else are you going to make friends as an adult, really? You either make it through yeah. having hobbies or being the or, shared hobby of not having a hobby. Especially, <laughs> like, being an actor that, like, you know, he's going to get stopped when he's out. So, you know, yeah. that's also a added stressor to making relationships mm. work. Yeah. So we recommend him. If you see that yes. he's something, check it out. Yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of interviews that you can look at. Um, not all of it is subbed, but uh, Tomorrow With You did a lot of push for behind-the-scenes content, more than most mm-hmm. dramas, even today's. Um, so, like, you can find a ton of behind-the-scenes of him with, uh, again, forgetting people's names, um, you know, the female lead. They're, like, funny. He, he's a funny guy, like, and he's, like... Mm-hmm. 
really seems like enjoyable as a human being. So like it makes the you know work atmosphere seem a little bit better too. Shin Mina. Shin Mina. I was gonna say I think it's Mina, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Woob's boy or girlfriend. Woob's girlfriend. That's yeah. right. But I don't want to just say that. Like, that's a bad thing. Like, she's her own person, and I'm sorry that I'm terrible at names. (laughs) Like, I'll forget E.J. Hoon's name here if I'm not, like, focused on him, too. (laughs) And it's also just that they kind of reside in the same place in our brains. It's like, oh, yeah. Whoops. And her, like, reside in the same spot. Your guys' names and EJ Hoon, that's what I have, like, now for name yeah. storage in my brain, okay? <laughs> and next week, EJ Hoon, he might not even be there anymore. No, he won't. Yeah. I know he won't. No, I actually forgot. Actually, no, I didn't forget his name, but I spelled his name wrong and ended up with a different Lee Ji Hoon. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not who we're like, talking about. Not, yeah. absolutely no, no, just no, 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 no. Because, because I typed it wrong into my drama list the other day, and I saw all the other with the J-I... Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, oh, I bet this is a problem. And it made me wonder. I didn't go stare at the Korean spelling, which I should have. I wondered how similar it was even in Korean. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it could be the same because usually it's just up to the actor if they want to do it. Which English version? Right. So, yes, common name. He has a very common name, it seems, even amongst a very uncommon talent <laughs> and attractiveness. Pulls you in. But yeah, I like him. I think he's he's adorable. He's He's a solid actor, and I I Mm -hmm. highly recommend him just to watch him Mm -hmm. act. He's just so good. So, how about uh, before we close it out, we each pick it can either be if you want it to be your favorite, but as far as like which of his projects would you recommend, like the one project you would want someone to watch if they haven't watched it yet? Signal. I'm going to go with I Can Speak. I think if you haven't seen that movie, you really should. Yeah. I'm going to go with Tomorrow With You, just because it was my first, but also just really love it. And I would probably go Phantom Detective, because I really, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. Prime. Mm -hmm. And all four of these suggestions are completely different characters. Yes. (laughs) So different. And different genres. Signals on Signals on Netflix. Tomorrow with you is on Netflix. And I'm pretty uh, sure they're still both on Vicky as well. Yeah. And um I can speak is Vicky? Nope. Where was no. it? Oh, was nope. it was it just <laughs> ah, it's it it's 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 around. Around. It's around. It's, you know, somewhere. Yeah. Now I will say this, like there's a lot of movies and dramas that as far as it's they're good and they're enjoyable, but it's it's not like culturally important to go check it out or historically important to go check it out, especially if it's not easily available. But when you're talking about I can speak, like yes, I would it's say make that, that it's not available. I would say make that extra effort to go find it. Netflix, Vicky, everybody's got a page, a link that you can go to and you can request titles. So do it. Get your friends to do it and just. Do it and do it and do it until they cave and bring it on. Yeah. It's definitely, it's a good, it's worth it. That one is, I encourage It's definitely worth it. And I mean, I think we all recommend Anarchist from Colony. We did last week. We were recommending that. So we would all highly recommend that one also. Luckily that one's on Vicky. Yes. And it's also historically uh, relevant as well. Before we sign off, we would like to send... 
a little shout out congratulations to our uh our bays co-minions shall we say it our we we our certified sisters them. from another mister <laughs> yeah we uh we certified them quality this year uh that would be the k bay just had their hundredth episode so yay, that's really cool yay so like if you enjoy what we do you'll probably enjoy what they do and vice versa and you know podcasts are free to listen to so and they're they're currently talking about kingdom season yes two if you're into that yeah type of thing. yeah which i love because i can't watch it because it's too much for me so i love knowing what's going on and feeling like I'm a part of it without actually having to, you know, watch the scary bits. So and they're, they're, they're fun and they're chaotic and <laughs> it's, always, it's always a good time. Yeah. It's always a good time. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the certified Nunas. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you're, if you found us great, but if you want to listen to us in new places, we are on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google play, YouTube, um, Stitcher and Podbean, and all of our episodes are also on our website, certifiednunas.com, with, and that's where all the links to everything we talk about can be found, as well as time codes and things. If you want to support this podcast, go to ko-fi.com slash certifiednunas to become an official sponsor of the podcast and help us pay for our hosting and everything. And we love all of our sponsors and they get some extra stuff here and there and they get all the behind the scenes stuff that gets cut out of every episode because we talk for ever. <laughs> so anyway, we hope that you have a great week and we will see you next week with another super special episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.